love. But people will be talking about this nanny for years to come. Muzi nods and stifles a cough. Papa Fuzz hands him the baster and points Muzi at the goat. Muzi's too drained to start up another argument. It's pointless, since Papa Fuzz can't even grasp the idea of being a vegetarian. Besides, it's sort of comforting, knowing he's not the only meat being cut up this weekend. You know, I've invited Rene. Papa Fuzz nudges Muzi in the ribs. I've seen the way she makes eyes at you. Such a pretty girl. Great, Muzi mumbles. Why not just invite all of Port Elizabeth while he's at it? It's nothing to be embarrassed about, Musikaisi. You'll be a man soon, and that's something you should be proud of. Sing it from the rooftop. Papa Fuzz raises his fist into the air and yells something in Osa, of which Muzi can make out the words chop and axe, enough for him to get the gist of this ancestral chant. He cringes. His alphabet chimes like church bells being played by a certified maniac. Muzi smiles at the hectic blare of the ringtone. It's Elkin calling. A distraction is just what Muzi needs right now. Sorry, Papa Fusakele, but I've got to take this. Muzi hands the baster back to his grandfather, taps his Alfie on its sleek, domed head. Then they both scamper back toward the house before Papa Fuzz can object. The Alfie screen blinks a couple times as encryption protocols are exchanged. Then Elkin appears among the backdrop of limited edition rugby union posters, some of them even signed. He's at home in his room, eyes glazed over from a lazy Saturday afternoon smoking dacha and grazing on junk food. Hey, Brew, how's it hanging? Elkin says with a smooth grin. He scratches his nose then rubs his hand over cropped, golden blonde hair. A hopelessly permanent tan line runs across his forehead from where his rugby scrum cap sits. That's not funny, Muzi mopes. Sorry, didn't mean to come off like a prick. Elkin, is there something you want? Come over, I'm bored. I'm not smoking dacha with you, not today. Not Dacha. I've got something new. This stuff is prime. Elkin extends his arm and stares at it like it's the first time he's ever seen it. He cackles. Yes, actually cackles. Then pulls his Alfie up so close that the camera only captures his gray eyes and most of his crooked nose. Seriously, Brew. They could cut your whole dick off tonight and you wouldn't give a rat's pocket ass. Seriously? Muzi has to admit the offer sounds tempting. Better than watching a goat turn on a spit for the next few hours. Check this. I think I'm turning into a, a fucking purpose man. A purpose? Elkin leans back and flaps his arms. Yeah, you know, with a bottle nose and fins, like a dolphin. A porpoise, you mean? Damn it, Muzi. Stop correcting me and get your quarter closer ass over here. They bump fists when Muzi arrives, and their Alfies bump heads like a pair of shiny black footballs with spindly, meter-long spider legs. 
They chirp back and forth like they're happy to see each other. But it's just the exchange of data, ones and zeros. Basic information that could prove useful to their respective masters. Look at them. They missed each other, says Muzi. Elkin frowns and kicks his Alfie in its head. It whimpers and retreats to its dock in the corner. Piece of shit, Elkin mutters. Muzi's Alfie goes to the corner too, navigating around piles of dirty cutoffs and pit-stained practice jerseys. The bot settles, retracting its legs into its base. Muzi joins them, pressing his thumb on the port cover on his Alfie's underside. It slides out of the way, revealing a tangled Dobie 12 wire, which he unreels and connects to the input port on Elkin's Alfie. Direct interface is so much more efficient and secure, swapping all sorts of juicy tidbits, at least those not password.